Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years, got together, started a podcast to help other commissioners out. If you're new to the show, all our episodes are pretty evergreen, which means you can do what many people do and binge them. What we do here is go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, go over some of our own ideas that have become very popular and maybe some, some of our own ideas that we've thought of recently, and answer nearly every single email we get. You can email us at commishpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, commishpod, um, at commishpod. Um, our site is commishpod.com. It's basically just commishpod for everything. That, that's how it works. Now, on to the show. How you doing, Ryan? I am impressed. It's been a while. That was perfect, spotless, <laughs> great introduction, great lead there. Uh, it's like you've been doing this for a while or something. <laughs> you, you figure it would have been way worse with the break, but it, it was it was good up until the end. You know, once I went <laughs> off script, it was, <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, it's good to be back. Good to be back. We have uh, our newsletter that we're going to start pumping out again. We we If you're new to the show, we take a hiatus during the season every year. We got lots of stuff going on, and that's not really when commissioners need our advice the most. It, it, the, during the season, that's kind of the, the autopilot uh, part of the year for, for commissioners. You know, you have things you deal with in season, but it's, it's probably things that you've set up in your bylaws that you know how to deal with because you've listened to this show and you've added stuff to your bylaws. And you have bylaws. Um, Ryan, I was thinking about this earlier this year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go off script. Like, we have things in the doc. Uh, yeah. First off, what do you think about sites, host sites like Yahoo, ESPN, MFL, Sleeper, etc., having base sets of, uh, like, redraft bylaws and dynasty bylaws, a, a base set that the commissioner can alter? So every league at least has bylaws, like a base, like a base set like the you it's just there for everybody and people can alter that. I think it makes some sense for sure. I mean, mean, most of them do have uh, default settings. So you would think um, some type of, some type of rule set bylaws would make some sense as well. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm in a few leagues that don't even have any bylaws. So when I, when uh, especially the past few weeks, I'm wondering you know, what do you win if you get third place or, yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I try to look at the bylaws and there are none. So that's a, <laughs> you know, you kind of feel a little lost at times. Like maybe that's an, it was in an email or it's on yep. the message board or somewhere else. Um, so some kind of default something would be nice. Yeah. There, I feel like there's a lot of unwritten rules about being in a fantasy league too, that are out there that if you don't have bylaws, you'd like, Maybe a newer member, a newer player doesn't really know that you're not supposed to tank or something like that. Like we're, I'm pro tanking, but I mean like 98% of leagues out there are very anti-tanking. So um, yeah, I, th- I just thought that was an interesting idea. And the second thing I wanted to mention to you was we talked at the end of last off season about ways to possibly end a dynasty league. Mm, yes. um, we had a few, I, I think we even have, we might even have, a question coming up that, that touches on what I talked, we talked about then. I think I figured out what I'm going to do with the pigs leagues, Ryan. And I would like oh, your opinion on it. I've got to hear this. And uh, pigs leagues listeners are like, wait, what, what's going <laughs> on? Um, and I'm not even sure it's, you know, going to happen within the next couple of years. I don't know when it's going to happen. I just feel like an end game needs to like 
I needs to be figured out. Here's what I'm thinking about doing with with the pig le- pig leagues. Um, they're larger leagues, and you could do this with your 12 team or 14 man. But what I've figured out that I think I want to do with the pigs leagues is when like when the when we've decided to start this the the designed ed maybe it's next year when teams leave you don't orphan their team you just drop all their players to the waiver wire and you have uh, have a draft for their players or an auction in pigs it would be an auction so teams will leave the everybody will just be you know loading up their teams and making their teams stronger of course the worst teams are going to get better players and they're going to be able to um you know improve their team uh, leaps and bounds because they'll be like legitimate studs being dropped each year because when teams leave, when teams don't want to play in the league anymore, all the players just are out there for, for people in the auctions. Um, and over time, it, the, the league will dwindle down to a smaller and smaller number. It may take two years. It may take three years. It may take four years. I don't know, 10 years, uh, 60 years. All of these are feasible. <laughs> but what I did, what I did while I was writing it out is teams that leave their players will drop to the wire. Or if a year happens in which no teams leave, that will also enact the final season. So it's not going to go on forever. So either each year you have this fun little auction where all these studs are available and the, the number of teams keeps dwindling until you get to a point where nobody wants to leave. And then that's the final year. And the as far as payouts for the final year, uh, we have this double champion progressive pot, and that's going to turn into a final year pot at some point or something like that. And you can just put money aside into the final year pot for several years, and then that final year nobody pays. That keeps mm, the bad yeah. teams, and nobody pays. You just pay out. You you figure out you pay out with that pot that has been you know growing for a few years. Um, and maybe you pay out fun things. You can figure it out for your league. I, I'm I'm sure I'll figure something out for pigs. But what do you think of that? That that you create a pot that's set for the final year, and uh, you you heard my spiel of what I'm thinking about doing. Yeah, I like I like all of that. Really, I think that's a good way to um, to wrap up a league. We had talked about it as you mentioned um, at, at the end of the off season last year, and. I had talked about the the leagues that I had ended, and and unfortunately that was not nearly as planned out as what you're talking about. And <laughs> yeah, more more well, abrupt, fun. and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I certainly felt you know a sense of guilt in in ending those leagues. So I think any kind of heads up you can give, um, any any really almost any plan you create to draw it to a conclusion is going to be a good one. So mm-hmm. I I like that. I, I like using the um, the progressive pot as the final year pot. I like the idea that if everybody commits to staying, that 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 kicks off the final year. I like that part as well. Yeah, yep that that makes sure it doesn't go on forever to the point where you're just down to like six teams, and those six teams are playing for every year, you know, because they won't leave or whatever. Um, let's actually get onto the show now. <laughs> I can't wait to get emails commissionpod at gmail.com about uh, that idea, probably from pigs members wondering, wait, what's going on? (laughs) All right. Do you want to start with the the league idea there, Ryan? Sure. Sure. New, new league idea we have is, as you said, Scott, that's that's 
one of the types of emails we get, and we love oh, those. Let me try to find who this is from because I frustrated myself here by not putting putting the name of the person in there. That's that's really frustrating. Or where he's from, he or um, she. Yeah, I had no idea. This is sent by uh, Luke Sawhook. Okay, yeah, yeah. I did. I did not realize that. I should have put it on there. But Luke Sawhook uh, on Twitter. We we know him. Sure, sure. We know Luke. Uh, looks like he also added a video. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a video here. Hey, Scott Fish and all the guys over there at the podcast you work with. Uh, this is my idea for a new league format that we usually do uh, for my club on uh, Miami University's campus. Uh, Big Beds alma mater. Go Red Hawks. Uh, hashtag Maction. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> The league idea, we we call it banter, and the concept is it's a bit of a hybrid redraft DFS kind of thing. So every single week, you get a randomized brand new team, and the format of the team is what you're seeing on the screen right there. That's a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a few bench players. So every single week, we have a club meeting on Tuesday nights usually, and at the end of the meeting, we hit a button and it randomizes the team to everyone in the league. A fun, unique aspect of Banter is that it's on the unlimited league size. So, for example, all 150 to 200 members of our fantasy football club are all in the same league, which is really awesome. And we have an algorithm in place with Banter that keeps the, the base teams within a certain range, so everything's fair to start. The scale with Banter lies within trading, which is really fun. Uh, you have to make a trade every week. Uh, that's the unique quirk of Banter. So with Banter, you're always missing one piece of the puzzle. Uh, you're missing – for this example, they're missing their RB2. You either will be missing your quarterback, your RB2, your wide receiver 2, or your tight end. And then as you see on the bench there, you have extra players that you can trade people. So if you really want to go all in on one player – so for this example, for this team, you're missing a running back, right? So you can go to a team that needs a tight end. So you have Zach Ertz on your bench there, as you can see there, or T. Higgins for a wide receiver. Let's go with the T. Higgins example. So if another team needs a wide receiver really badly – and you don't need your bench players because it's only a one-week thing. So you can offer, hey, I'll give you Zach Ertz, Gardner Minshew, T. Higgins, and T.Y. Hilton for, let's see, say, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So you'd offer for all those players, and then you make the trade. You set your lineup with now Clyde Edwards-Alaire or whatever running back you can acquire to fill your hole, and you play that team for the week. And then after each week, uh, I mean, the scores update live throughout the week during the games. And then after each week, the scores accumulate in a season-long rankings. Uh, and you can see how good everyone does for that week. Uh, there's week-long rankings, and then there's season-long rankings. So you can see who won that week in order based on your league. And then you can, those scores are accumulated accumulated every week into a season-long rankings format. Um, is really unique, and I think it's a super cool idea. Uh, currently, I've been working with the president, uh, former president of the club, Adam Wise, who coded Banter from scratch. And we really want to try to make it something – that's accessible to the fantasy football community um, because right now we get funding for the player data needed to make Banter run through the university. Um, what if we wanted to monetize it and push it out? Obviously, we didn't spend money on it, but I just thought I'd push, uh, pitch you guys the idea. That is the general concept of Banter. Every team, you get a randomized new team based on the algorithm that's missing one piece. For example, running back like this one, you have to trade with a league mate to fill your roster. Um, to make, that makes your team full. And it helps the teams in the other league fill their teams as well. So obviously you have to trade. If you don't trade, um, your team won't win. Because um, <laughs> if you don't trade, you won't get the maximum amount of points projected possible. And then from there, it's just fun. Uh, I mean, every single week, 
It's an unlimited league size, which is super fun. Uh, oh, also, you can. There's another interesting quirk to banter where you can have duplicate players. So, for example, on our team, we have we say we say have Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook has an awesome matchup that week that you really like, you can double up on Dalvin Cook because there's so many different uh, managers in the league. Um, that'll be there'll be other Dalvin Cooks available. So if there's a hundred users. There's probably like five to six Dalvin Cooks or something like that, for example. So you can go and trade for another Dalvin Cook and have two Dalvin Cooks as your two running backs. And hell, if you really can pull it off and you really want a Dalvin Cook, you could have three Dalvin Cooks in your running back spots and your flex. That's probably not going to happen because Dalvin Cook's a valuable asset. But you get what I'm saying, right? It adds another layer to the game as well because you can double up on players and really, you really, really double down on your um, on the players you love. Another interesting thing is that you can play banter with an odd number of people, which is great um, for fantasy leagues because I know I've had the struggle in home leagues before when you only have like 11 players and you need to fill a 12 teamer. And you have to like get like your dad or something to play. With Banter, you don't have that issue. Uh, with Banter, you can play with an odd number amount of managers. You can do anything you want, really, because everyone will have enough players on their bench to provide depth for other teams. So yeah, as a concept, that is Banter as a whole. Um, let me know if you have any other questions at all. Uh, my email address will obviously be provided to you because I'm emailing you this right now. Um, hope you guys have a great day, and I hope you enjoy the concept of Banter. Please let me know if you have any questions. I would love to work with you guys on it. Have a good one. So... Your thoughts on a league where you get a randomized uh, a randomized lineup and a few bench spots. You're missing one position, so it forces you to trade with people. And uh, it can be mass entry, because not mass entry per person, but as many, as many contestants as you want. It's, I, I really like that. I really like just about everything about that idea. Yeah, I do too. There were, there were a lot of things there that I like in general for any league. Um, I've tried in, in some of my dynasty leagues, the re, the idea of requiring trades. I don't think it's necessarily works well in dynasty leagues. At least I, I haven't seen it work well, yeah. uh, but in this is obviously a, a very different way of requiring a trade, which I think makes a lot more sense. I think it makes more sense, not only in a seasonal league, but this is essentially a, a weekly league, um, so that that works even better. I love the unlimited number of teams, as Luke mentioned. That's certainly a plus. That's um, that's something that we've dealt with in some of the leagues that we've done over the years, uh, and the multiple copies. Not only that, there's multiple copies of of each player mm-hmm. in the league, but you could actually roster those. Of course, that's not uh that, that's not something that's allowed or or possible i guess on my fantasy league which is where Anymore. we that that's where we play those <laughs> those multiple copy leagues yeah you that, back back in the old days it was yeah they closed um, that glitch on us <laughs> so uh, but it sounds like uh, according to what luke said this is uh, independently coded and created so they're uh Mm-hmm. they're able to do that. I, I like that feature as well. I've, I've never played in a league like that where you could have two copies of, of the same player on your, on your own team. Um, yeah. I, I like a lot of the things about this, this idea. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that, yeah, this is, this is off air conversation, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool idea. Um, I don't know how, if you're not using, what Luke and them have designed to play it. It's, it's probably a decent amount of commission work. So like you would be capped on how many people could play it. Um, but someone who, you know, knows his way around Excel or a Google spreadsheet could, 
upload, uh, you know, player score, player scoring off of, you know, a, a, like a fantasy pros table or something. Um, and, you know, put in, have each of the lineups random, like it can be done, but it's a decent amount of Excel coding work to, to do it outside of, uh, outside of the program Luke has here. But, uh, like a lot of the things we do on the show, we bring up league ideas because maybe there are parts of it that you want to bring to your league or design a league that has parts of it, or you just want to try this with, maybe you want to try this with five of your buddies because it's a pretty cool idea. Um, all right. Instead of that, do you want to take the bad commission story? You want me to Ryan? I can take it. I can take it. Um, it, that's actually the, not the bad commission story. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I will, I will get, Oh, it's grossly long. All right. We'll figure this out. I'm going to have a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of editing to do on this. As good as that intro was Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we are we're back um you want me to do this one uh bad commish story let's hear it okay hey scott and ryan long time first time your podcasts have been a huge help to me in many ways from coming up with better scoring setups uh to finally giving me the courage to create my own dynasty league that's pretty that's awesome i love hearing that, that. Is, that's great to hear thank you but i think what stands out the most is the bad commish stories that have been shared it helps to know how to recognize when a commission is either bad or shady along with gaining an appreciation for the really good commissioners that is so true this this goes this that kind of reminds me of my video store days where i managed a video store for several years and we got all these b screeners like these really terrible like terrible and i would watch it because i like watching bad movies but then when you see a really awesome movie you're like yeah the the difference is so stark like if you only watch really good movies or blockbusters or you probably don't realize how bad movies really can get um but uh i joined a this is this is andy from rogers in minnesota he continues I joined a $25 dynasty startup last summer, pretty normal setup, but the important rule is that the draft order for non-playoff teams was going to be based on points scored, not potential points. Uh, wonder why he, I think we're going to find out why he <laughs> clarified that there. Yeah. A little foreshadowing going on. Yeah. <laughs> on 11, 12. So this would have been what roughly week 12, 11, week 11 is somewhere around there, 10 or 11, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I DM'd the commish and asked what his plan was for tanking. He stated that he would watch for it and punish draft picks by moving them down to the last pick in each round if anyone was tanking. He also sent my home league used to do that. We really never had to do that, but um, that 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 is a old school common tanking rule. Um, have you ever used that, Ryan? I've never used that, but I have seen yeah. I've seen other leagues do that. Yeah. He has also sent out. He also sent out a message to everyone in the league at the same time, stating the penalty for ta- stating that penalty for tanking. In week thirteen, the team in the one point oh three spot started a backup quarterback and a player on by, seemingly trying to get down to the one oh one. He had just made a trade a few days prior, so this doesn't seem to be an owner going inactive. The commission's response to this: he decides to change the draft order to how it's determined to use potential points instead, so he doesn't have to police tanking. You gotta love the week thirteen rule change. Oh. I have no problems with that being used. In fact, that's what he would have preferred from the start. Mm-hmm. Andy would have, but I have a major problem with making this change with one week to go in the regular season. 
He brought up his concerns with the commission of DM, hesitating to put him on blast to the rest of the league, and pointed out that he had already laid the punishment out for a tanking team. He claimed that half the league was making sketchy lineup decisions, and he didn't want to punish a team for just going inactive at the end of the year, which obviously wasn't the case because they just made the trade. Mm-hmm. This was absurd since there were nine out of 12 teams fighting for playoff spots. I only recognized one team that I mentioned earlier as making blatantly sketchy roster moves. When I pointed that out, he changed his story, claiming the draft order rules were not actually determined before the season started and that everyone was on board with potential points before the season. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Basically, best case scenario is that he was sloppy and unprepared as Kamesh. Worst case is that he sees his body tanking and rather than punish him, decides to change the rules because he's not comfortable punishing his body. We see that a lot where yes. people will make a rule and then they're not they when it comes when it comes to a head, they don't actually want to have the punishment for that rule they've made. I don't know I if feel like I've, I feel like I've been guilty of that myself. You know I feel like I, I have too. I feel, I I can't think of a specific instance, but just saying that aloud, like I get a feeling in me, like I've been in that position where I've made a rule that was the penalty was too harsh. And then I realized it was too harsh when it came to a head. Well, I, I know at one point I had, I had a, a fine system in place in my league uh, that if you didn't set a correct lineup or you didn't set a lineup at all, you got fined actual, you know, not, not blind on anything like that, but, you know, a $10 or $15 fine or so, whatever. So it was not blind money, money, real dollars, real dollars. And then it just became a question of, you know, am I going to email this guy and ask for $10 and yeah, you know, is and he is going he to pay, pay it? it? Yeah. And then if he does pay it, then what? Because I didn't necessarily have a rule set in place that where it goes, you know, back in the winnings or, or whatever. So yeah, that was a rule that eventually got changed. It did not get changed during the regular season though uh that's this i think that's the big part of this problem with with andy's uh league here yeah i think i think i think what i'm remembering is having like negative uh like having in in the original pigs like having things like punishments that cost you pigs bucks Mm. like not real money but pigs bucks and i feel like after the first season i realized we can't be i can't be doing this (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um I th- I feel like that's what I remember. Um yeah, he <laughs> he wonders if this is minor or whatever. Uh no, Andy, that's you see something like that, that's probably not a league you want to be in with that commission. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate the bad commission stories uh as well for a lot of the same reasons that you mentioned earlier, Scott, and that um and that Andy mentioned at the beginning of his email. But ultimately, the answer for most of these is the same. And fortunately, this is just a $25 league. It's just a $25 lesson that you learned. Um, get, get out of this league right now. Uh, I, I don't think in this case and in many of these cases, I don't think we want to try to even help the commissioner, honestly. Uh, just just get out of the league. Yeah, it, Things like this, if they're happening in the first year of the league, they're going to continue happening. Uh, it, it's not going to change. So yeah. get yeah. out while you can. That's that's generally how it works is that that kind of stuff will probably continue. I just, uh, part of me worries that it's a, a buddy situation that there's uh yeah. Yeah. So um, 
Ryan, we were going to go over some questions, but uh, I see someone hanging out below to Uh-oh. talk to us. So let's wrap this up and say um, we'll have another episode in two weeks. We're going to go every other week with the Commission Impossible episodes. We're going to go and on the off week from an episode, we're going to have a newsletter. So go to commissionpod.com, sign up for the newsletter, um, commissionpod at gmail.com if you want to email us. We are going to have them fast, these episodes fast and furious this year. So um, hopefully I'll off season every couple of weeks. So for me and Ryan, that's another episode of Commission Impossible. Make sure to give us a five-star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Tell your friends, tell your league mates, tell your commissioners about our show. Follow me on Twitter at ScottFish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter at RyanMC23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.